If someone wanted to throw themselves from this fort off the cliff, uh, it'd be really easy to. Why are you looking at me? I was trying to think of what to say, now as you can think of me, so I'm fucked. Sup, Chodes? God damn it, Tom! <laughs> Talk. I'm about to do up. a I'm fucking intro. So you're just like, I'm gonna start shouting stuff. It won't get interrupted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. I don't even know where we are anymore. Really good. Wait, is you yelling at me though? I, I think it is. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think so. I think so. If it's not the, the world, intro can know the... what I'm working with. <laughs> Alex is going home. <laughs> Probably the best thing to do at this point. Cough. He's not gonna make it far. Oh. You know <laughs> okay, so you guys are in the last day of your quarantine. I believe you guys just use a scroll of comprehend languages to read the note left by the incutilis that we did so uh when you use comprehend languages on that uh note you found some interesting information that the incutilis seems to have been keeping track of the deep platinum necklace that you guys had noting that it used to be in the possession of the crimson mask who you know is manny but then possession crossed over to devoth it also knew the location of Tidewater Rock and the name of your ship and the general areas that you've been sailing. You also found a deep platinum stone in that box, so you can draw whatever conclusions you want from that. In any of my uh, findings of like taking notes and stuff like that, of going to that library, did I find that there was any level of like hyper intelligence that would allow it to like take notes and? <coughs> be remarkably good at like tracking that type of stuff down i mean you definitely read that they're capable of having their own agendas they're not like social even like amongst their own race you know that these things are capable of working together to achieve a greater goal you found what you could argue as like a network of these things throughout the shackles first in uh rickety squibs then blood cove and now in port peril and every single time, it's clear that these things have been looking for something. They've all had crates of miscellaneous stuff. But until now, it hasn't seemed like they'd been able to find anything. But this one clearly found something and stashed it away. The Deep Platinum Stone. You could connect the dots and assume these things are actually looking for the Deep Platinum Stones. For what reason, you don't know. These things haven't really communicated all that much with you, but they haven't I don't think they've given you guys any reason to believe that they're unintelligent. Right. The whole running away from people that are trying to kill it seems pretty. Right. And even the <laughs> first one that you, the fir- the one that you encounter for the first time at Rickety Squibs, or the, it might have been the second time you encountered it in the cave, spoke to you in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. said, like, you'll pay for ruining my operation or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so these things are at least intelligent enough to communicate and also... Unless this is just random independent behavior that they all share, it seems like they're also intelligent enough to have some sort of joint effort to find something. All right, so uh, yeah, let's, let's you guys discover. Go ahead and roleplay it. Yeah. Well, not much Devoth can do about that right now. The only Incutilis in the area that he know that he knew of is now dead. But it's definitely something to keep an eye on. That apparently these things have an interest in 
the deep platinum necklace and the, the stone, perhaps. All right, so you guys going to do anything else today? Nope, I just want this damn quarantine to be over so we can actually make some money that we came here I for. I know. Yeah. I'm waiting okay. a month to buy gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? It's the next day, and your quarantine is over. A, a dock worker walks onto the mascador, and he's got a list of your manifest, essentially. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, bureaucratic notes written next to each item, cataloging it. You think that if you hadn't taken any measures to get back your Gargolavo egg, a note about that probably would have been, like, on a separate part of the manifest, saying, like, dangerous cargo quarantine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it's it's... Nothing important to you, probably, but it's just, you know, all of their documentation of your stuff saying, this is now yours to do with what you want. So to sell it, you will need to sail the Mascador across the lagoon to Merchant's Marina. So yeah, that is the first thing we do. As soon as we, as soon as Devoth gets up in the morning, he starts like ringing the ship's bell and getting all crew on deck and, all right, boys, let's get ourselves over to the marina. We've got some money to make. Woo! All right, so I guess now it's the same rules before. You guys are out of quarantine, but you can only sell one point of plunder per day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go ahead and make a influence check. I forget what it's called, but to try to raise the raise the cost of that sweet sweet rice. Yep. Do we all roll this? Uh, you can roll to assist me, but yes. it's it's going to be my intimidate check. I pass. I assist. Cheryl assists. Graham assists. How about uh, Tuck Tuck? I don't assist. Okay. Did you roll? No, I don't assist. Oh, you're just not helping. Yeah, I don't. I don't intimidate. Okay. <laughs> I'm not very intimidating. Okay, so I see you got a natural one on that intimidate check, Devoth. Yep, natural Rah! one for a 16 for me, but it's plus four for the two assists, which gives us a 20, which still adds 10 percent to the sale price. Tight. Is that good? So we sold the first bit of plunder for 1,100 gold. Ooh. And how many plunders do we have? We have nine. Ooh. So that was our first point of plunder to sell, and I'm also going to take another one away right now to pay the crew. Okay. So we have seven points of plunder remaining. Okay. Um, and also for the first day, we should sell the the stuff that we just got from like the Incutelis fight. Right. All right. So not including the resinous skin scroll for Scram and the headband for myself, the rest of the plunder, and taking away the void stick for Cork. Everything else sells for a total of 2,086. Uh, split five ways is 417 gold apiece. Man, it's so much less uh, after you split it five ways, isn't it? Is anybody else doing anything with their day? Scram, go ahead. <laughs> Taking another day off of my uh, my working on my belt and then going mm-hmm. to the library later afterwards. Okay. I'm going to start working on a, a wand of Cure Light Wounds. Ooh. Real quick, I do have a minus one to con and wisdom. Uh, is that healed overnight, or is that... Yep. Okay, so then that goes away. I would also spend some time using my craft alchemy to make some special arrows. Oh, okay. I can't tell, I can't tell you what or how much yet, because I, I need to know how much money I have before I can give you like the exact amounts. Okay, we can leave it at that for now. All right, so Scram, what are you doing at the library? I, I don't know. There's a there's a level. I mean, he's trying to sneak his overdue book back on the shelf. <laughs> right. There's a there's just a level of comfort with me uh, there, and plus I, I I spent a lot of time like working on like a scroll. I spent a lot of gold on it. Kind of want to utilize that as much as possible while we're here. Uh, yeah. So 
That's uh, understandable. I would probably take a look at um, history of uh, who's the who's the top free captain. What's his name? Thunder- the, top, the Hurricane King. Hurricane King. I'll t- I'll probably take a look at um, information on him. The current Hurricane King. Yeah, I really want to know about that ghost fist thing, like bone his uh, his bone fist. Okay, give me a knowledge history check and add plus two to the roll. That's a 20. You don't really get any specifics. This is an arcane library. There's not there's not so much on historical events unless they're highly magical in nature, which his skeletal hand, you know, does have some magic behind it. Uh, then again, this library is owned by the Hurricane King, so a lack of information could also be kind of telling here. You know that he got his skeletal hand before he became the Hurricane King. And you also know that it enables him to wield his uh, magical pistol with impunity, whereas somebody without a skeletal hand wielding it would be weakened by the negative energy that it emits. Freaking hacks. There's a, <laughs> there's a level of necromancy to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You'd probably venture a guess that barring a magical skeletal hand, a, a normal undead creature could probably also wield it. Okay. All right, so uh, so Devoth is out uh, hawking his wares. Scram's just kind of zenning out in the library. Tuck Tuck is crafting. The hood is crafting. Yes. What is Cheryl doing? Cheryl is gonna do some sneaking. Do tell. Yeah, I'm gonna go onto the maskador. Yeah. Do I see him come onto the maskador? I mean, I would just probably be on deck doing this. You're just crafting your arrows on deck. <laughs> well, I'm not an officer. Probably just chilling on the deck, like, you know. All right. Well, make a perception check. Sure, I'll make a stealth check. Stealth check. You're being sneaky. Sneaky. It's, uh, that's a 15. Okay. Um, what'd you get, the hood? 26. I was prepared to give you a decent penalty because you're, like, devoted to a project and also not, like... Particularly paying attention for him to come back. Right. So I was probably going to say, like, minus 10, but that still beats uh cheryl's stealth by one so you do notice cheryl walking around on the main deck whether or not that seems like something you want to investigate i guess i'll leave that up to you does he look like he's trying to avoid people i mean i'm just i just walk on the main deck and then from there i'm scoping he might he might look like he's like a little little shifty eyed but he's not like tiptoeing around (laughs) i don't have a behind bushes okay Hey, Cheryl. Hey. Hey. Noticed uh, you haven't been spending the night on the boat lately, last couple nights. You got any good stories? Just a lot of drinking. You know me. Uh, yeah? A cool guy like you with a sweet book. I feel like you have some good stories. Well, I've been getting pampered. Getting paid and getting pampered. Loving this big city life. And being a pirate. You didn't strike me as the pamper type. I kind of hold my belly and give it like a real good laugh. (laughs) Oh, oh, you don't know. Uh, That big belly is what I was referencing. (laughs) This thing's full of pamper. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Say, is Devoth around? Uh, No, he he went out to the market to try and sell off some of the plunder, you know, maybe for some more pampering. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. Well, I guess I'll wait around here. I gotta, I gotta talk to him. Oh, yeah? About what? Afraid I can only tell the captain, but you'll know soon enough. Oh. And then I just kind of walk away. You're a guy. All right, so now what do you do, Cheryl? I'm going 
gonna go mull about in my space on the ship and uh, do some more scoping. But my eventual goal is the captain's cabin. Uh, all right, so let me go to Devoth really quick. So you're off, kind of strong arming this merchant and like doing a veiled threat to that merchant, and <laughs> just doing what Devoth does. Yep. And a young woman approaches you, and uh, she's got a a rolled up piece of paper in her hand that has a seal on it, and she kind of hails you from a distance, Captain Devoth. I look around. What? Uh, who? Over here. She's like flapping her arms like <laughs> she's like the size of an ant. Uh, I turn to the merchant that I was talking to. Hold on. I'll be right back. And I go over to see what she yeah, wants. Yeah, whatever you say. You approach her and she kind of like, as you approach her, she just like holds her arm out like all the way with the, with the rolled up paper and just lets you approach her. Okay. I walk up and I'm trying to like, yes, what is it? I see the thing sticking out like, what do you want? She's kind of like. If she wasn't holding this paper straight out, like, it'd almost be like she was, like, at, like, attention or, like, kind of saluting. She's, like, very, like, stiff and, like, formal looking. And she says, Lady Tessa Fairwind of Quent requests an audience with Captain Devoth later this evening. And she, like, kind of wiggles the paper in her hand. I just kind of, like, snatch it out of her hand and crack the seal and open it up. Uh, It's got the seal of, uh, you've seen it before. When the guy stopped and inspected the ship. Yeah, uh, when Meryl Pegsworthy stopped you to search for Chelish spies. Yeah. Do you recognize the seal and you remember what you know about Tessa Farrowin? She's a very popular free captain. She's on the she's on the Pirate Council. Uh, she's very influential. and if, She'd be on the short list to replace the Hurricane King. Yeah, pretty much. Short of the Hurricane King asking you to come hang out with him, like, this is probably the most influential pirate in the entire Shackles asking you for an audience. Okay. Uh, and there's an address on there. Uh, you don't need to go to Quent. It's actually up in High Eastwind, which is uh, like the uptown of Port Peril. Okay. All right. So I read the invitation. I assume like the girl that delivered it is still just kind of standing there waiting. Yeah. She's like basically like on her tiptoes, like t- standing like totally straight up, like just total <laughs> at attention waiting for you to. Um, is, is the invitation for like right now or is it for like tonight? It's or? for later this evening. Okay. Yeah. So I just turn to the girl like, well, I guess... Uh, Tell Lady Tessa that I shall, I shall see her tonight. She gives you a very formal, maybe a little exaggerated salute. Like she's being really formal, but she's also like having a blast right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like she didn't get to do this very much. <laughs> yeah, and she says like more quietly. She says, "Lady Tessa says that you're allowed to bring a number of confidants that you trust very well." I, I give her a, a little nod and a wink, like "Thank you." She like does like a quick turn on her heel and she like marches away. So then I'd go back to finish haggling with whatever merchant I was talking to. Okay. Now back to the Mascador. Why don't you give me another stealth check? Oh, nat 20. Oh. I Ooh. am the ship. <laughs> 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 A little ship on the ship. No one will notice that. <laughs> All right. We getting any contested perception checks with this one? I'll try to see him. Okay. 34. Oh, yeah. 33. Oh. <sighs> Just short. You just you, you <laughs> missed by one again. It's not Jesus. my fault. I rolled the maximum. I know. <laughs> tuck, tuck. You notice Cheryl uh, looking kind of shifty-eyed again. Well, huh. for the first time, because you probably didn't see him last time. No, but I did follow him to the bar that one time because he was acting weird. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a history of following me. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm going to follow you again. <laughs> Are you going to engage him? I'm not really hiding it. I'm just going to follow behind him. If he turns and talks to me, yeah, I would 
I turned to talk to him. Hey, how's it going, Tuck Tuck? Good. Have you seen Devoth? I I think he's selling stuff. Selling stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to talk to him, so I guess I'll just wait here. And then I just wait. (laughs) Start pounding on the captain's quarter for like, Captain! (laughs) (laughs) Do do you want to go find him? No, that's okay. We can go find him. Okay. What? <laughs> I, I double bird take. <laughs> Let's do it. I I get a little jumpy. Let's go. Okay then. Uh, he he was asking you, do you want me to go find him? Oh, yes, I do want you to go find him. Bring him here post haste. I stop. Aren't you coming? Phrasma. I I <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> Yeah, I assume I see this commotion going on, right? Yeah, you're usually near me anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Are you going to go find him, or do you want me to come are, with you? Are, are, yeah, isn't that where you were going? I kind of have a secret matter to talk to him about, so if you could bring him here, that would work, or I guess I could go find him. Do you know where he is? The conversation it's, just doesn't really involve... It's a, and then I it's point a, to both of you. <laughs> I'm just going to say his location is also a secret. Secret for a secret? I'm fine just standing here. <laughs> Disappointing. And I'll <laughs> run off and do something else. And make a note of it. Cheryl, no fun! <laughs> My red flags are through the roof now. Yeah, the the hood just uh, rolled sense motive. What do I have to roll? Bluff, I guess. 15. I mean, you can't really... Like, there's no obvious motive going on here. Like, you can just tell that he's being shifty as fuck. I would make it a point to go back to making my arrows, but I would definitely be paying attention for if he leaves. Okay. What do you do next, Cheryl? I guess fucking try again to get to the captain's cabin without talking to crew members. Isn't there like a hatch that you can use to uh, from below deck to get to the captain's cabin? That's my it next. Definitely is. That's where I was yeah, going. I remember, it goes like I remember Scourge the... coming through it. Yeah, it goes like from the kitchen right down to the. Yeah. yeah. You have to sneak past Croup, though, to get through the kitchen. Well, at least he's not a man with a hood or a bird. <laughs> That's true. All right, make another stealth check to get past crew. <laughs> Eighteen. All right. Uh, so, Cheryl, you you're not really sure. You know, you're sure that there's probably another way to get in. So you're just kind of walking around the ship. You make your way into the kitchen, which awareness of where you are on the ship, you're like right under the captain's cabin. You can see that there's a there's a hatch. You see, croup the uh, the overweight cook is is uh, over on the corner washing dishes. And there's another person next to him, and you recognize this guy as Owlbear. Uh, he's the simpleton on the ship. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like Croup is uh, teaching him how to wash the dishes. Oh, that's kind of like he's Kroop's the look. executive cook's assistant. Is that? <laughs> it's a revered title. <laughs> well, not really. I mean, it's kind of like you give it to the simpleton, right? <laughs> so yeah, Croup's like, he's like, no, Owlbear. You see. The, these plates are—they still got some smudges on them. You got to make sure they're all white before you, you set them aside. Then they can dry out, all right. And Albert's just like, ah, mm. he's scrub, 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 scrub. There's a there's a couple like broken plates on the floor next to them for when Albert was maybe a little overzealous with his scrubbing. But mm-hmm. uh, they're focused in this task, and you're able to sneak past them. You get to the hatch, and it's locked. I take out my thieves' tools. Okay, make a disable device check. Hell yeah, dude. Nat 20, plus 15, 35. Ooh, you what an the interesting shit cleric. I was like, who, who kidnapped Cheryl and replaced yeah. him with a rogue? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh. 
kind of looking around for what you're not really sure. You don't really find anything of interest. Okay. So I'm going to pull a wicked Batman and wait in the shadows. Classic Batman. <laughs> oh, you're going to get an axe to the face. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't tell him that. <laughs> On second the hell's part. wrong with you, Matt? <laughs> All right. So, Devoth, you get your plunder selling done. I would go looking for Devoth after Cheryl's second attempt to get sneak by and towards the captain's cabin. Okay. His second bout with shiftiness. Hood, it probably wouldn't be too difficult to find Devoth. I mean, he's he's out selling his shit. Uh, he'd probably be pretty loud about it, because that's what you do. I'd walk right up to him. Captain, you have a quick minute? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure thing, Hood. I was just finishing up here. Um, well, I, I don't really know whether to be concerned or not, but one of your crewmen's the guy, the cool guy with the book, um, looks kind of like a barrel, real big old stocky guy. Uh, yeah, Cheryl, right? Yeah. Cheryl, yeah, Cheryl. Um, he kept, I don't know, he was acting real shifty, he kept saying he had some secret stuff to talk to you about, asking where you were. Might be worth coming back. He seems pretty, like, I don't know. The, yesterday, I showed up on the boat, and one of your officers, the little boy, was, like, freaking out looking for you. Now, today, Cheryl's all shifty looking for you. Like, these people can't seem to function without you around. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the price you pay for being in charge. Thanks for the heads up, Hood. I'll, I'll head back in a few minutes. All right. I just don't want to see another catastrophe like yesterday. <laughs> I head back to the ship. All right. So, yeah, I finish up doing my selling whatever and head back to the ship i would actually probably wait in the company the captain back that's fine all right you get back to the ship and uh devoth and hood you don't see cheryl hanging around anywhere i swear captain he was here tuck tuck even asked him if he wanted to go find you and he said no i'll just gonna wait here he's gotta be on the boat all right well i'm sure he'll turn up eventually oh um that reminds me too. get some stuff together we're going out to uh We've been... You had me at, we're going out. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to see Lady Tessa Fairwind tonight. Ah, okay. Tell Tuck Tuck to get his stuff ready, too. And I guess if you see Cheryl, tell him, too. What about the little boy? That little boy is still an officer. I'll let him know. Fair enough. I go off and I find Tuck Tuck and let him know about that we're going to see Lady Fairwind. All right. So, actually, I would go and check the officer's quarters for Scram before doing anything else just while i'm thinking of it let him know scram would you still be at the library yeah well if if he comes back after those eight hours see now devos is in a pickle because as a player i want to make sure that scram is there for the events tonight Mm -hmm. but i know like devos would just be like well if he's gonna be in the library then i'll take someone else i think scram would definitely be back before uh i'll scroll a quick note to scram telling him to you know, be back on the ship by sundown, and I'll send it to him in the mechanical parrot. Okay. Okay. And then I would go back to my cabin. All right, Devoth, you enter your cabin, and what do you, what does he see, Joe? What do my half-orc eyes see? Yeah, you open the door, and you see Cheryl sitting down, facing you. And I just say, Devoth, close that door. I have grave matters to talk to you about. I pull Chip off my back and just be like, what in the Sam hell are you doing in here? Did you close the door? No. <laughs> How loud was that? Uh, yeah, if, I'm starting to wonder, <laughs> we hear this on the deck? Like that first bit, like the what the hell are you doing here wouldn't be too terribly loud, but it might get loud in a minute. I stand up and walk over to the 
to the corner and I say, I am not Cheryl, but I have Cheryl hostage. Shut the door and let's talk. Oh. Oh. And I mean, sense motive on that. Yeah, 28. So I get the feeling that he's not making that up. He's Mm -hmm. so I'm if you were to look at Devoth, he is obviously very pissed and does not enjoy taking orders in his own fucking cabin. <laughs> so yeah, I I just like slowly close the door and it's like you're gonna see like the old cartoons where like take my hand away and you can just see like the doorknob is like <laughs> crunched. <laughs> it's like crunched from where my hand was gripping. <laughs> now, would you kindly explain that? What do you mean you're not Cheryl? I remove my disguise, or at least part of it, so you can see that I'm wearing a disguise. Okay. There was a plan set in motion by me, Pierce Jarrell, of the Masked Brotherhood that involves you, your ship, the Masked Helmet, the Masked Shield, and Cheryl. Here's what was supposed to happen. You were supposed to be press-ganged. You were supposed to mutiny. You were supposed to take control of the ship under... The masked helmet. Devoth's just like, (laughs) okay. Yes. That is funny now that we're looking back on it. With masked helmet's failure, I sent operative Thaddeus Cooper to take control of the ship. But you, Devoth, took control of the ship. And Thaddeus revealed that he was the masked shield. And untold other secrets of the Brotherhood. Now, with the masked shield dead, you are the captain of the ship, and you must carry out the operation. So, yes, a couple of things here. Mass Helmet was... He was a good friend, but he was a terrible choice for whatever mission, I guess, you sent him on. Yes, that was Thaddeus's bad. I never would have sent him. Yes, and Thaddeus, uh, I don't know exactly what you, what he told you, but he was never the captain of this ship. Yes, well, and then I just start... Looking out the window, you know, longingly, like, someone had a plan, and then everyone involved in the plan fucked it up, and now I'm here with a fucked up plan, you know? <laughs> That's sort of <laughs> where I'm coming oh, from. Oh yeah, that look. And, last thing, maybe, uh, since it appears you didn't even know I was the captain, let me give you a little insight. And I walk right up to him, I get, like, three inches away from his face. Nobody tells me what to do on my ship. All right, I'm shitting my pants a little bit, <laughs> but I don't think there's actual shit coming out yet, so still good. Yes, well, I apologize for that. None of this went as I wanted to, and I don't think we learned anything in the end. Well, the mission is quite simple and will be completed with or without your help, but I'd prefer, strongly prefer, if you were the one to carry it through. Lord knows you're capable enough. <laughs> As I shake my head at all the other people who were under my command who were not. The mission is simple. Kill Captain Harriet. Glance over back at Devoth to see his reaction. As soon as you say, like, kill Captain Harriet and Devoth, he would visibly, like, soften his stance. Like, so when you mention that the plan is to kill Barnabas Harrigan, Devoth would go over to, like, the table. He would sit down and motion for you to have a seat also. All right. I, yeah, I sit down. I'd love to actually get my plan to fruition instead of going to get helmeted and then shielded. <laughs> now I'm talking to fucking Devoth, the man, the myth. All right. What is this plan of yours? Well, my plan went to shit, but Captain Harrigan must be stopped. And 
I can promise you, if you are to take up this task, the full might of the Masked Brotherhood. From behind his mask, Devoth looks at you like, and just how much might is that? I know your experience with the Masked Brotherhood has been less than stellar. That's a generous way of putting it, but yeah. Hey, in fairness, they did get you to sail a mask, wear a mask, call your ship the Maskador. Their influence yeah, is pretty pretty good. That's true. That's it's like true. your whole identity at this point, thanks to the Masked Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's been a lot of grooming, you know, along the way. <laughs> a lot of plot grooming. And also, to be fair, like, the Masked Shield was a competent, like, fighter and yeah. officer. He was just kind of so, goofy. And, so yeah. was the Masked Helmet. Mass Talbot was an okay fighter, but he was a moron. He spent yeah. half his time well, yeah. fake planning murders. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and so basically during this conversation, I want you to get the sense that you dealt with helmet at the bottom, shield one level higher, and then now I'm above shield and trying to get this fucking plan done, putting faith in you. So what's the plan? The plan was to have Thaddeus become a free captain, claim his own ship, Work within the shackles to meet other free captains and take down Barnabas Harrigan by force. Well, from my experience so far, Harrigan doesn't seem to have many allies among here, but uh, it's no no small order to try and get the free captains to turn against one of their own. That's true. Harrigan's been a monster for as long as I've heard about him. He must be stopped! I don't know how easy, how easy it'll be to uh, to find enough allies that are going to be willing to help with this but uh i tell you this i'm sure you know i have let's just say i'm not on the best terms with captain harrigan yes and i would relish the opportunity to take him down good but right now i have a ship full of people under my command i can't look out for just myself anymore as much as i would love to take down captain harrigan right now the reward is not worth the risk Yes, if the course. opportunity arises, you have my word that I will put my axe through his head. Then I will do my part to create that opportunity, and together we will take down Barnabas Harrigan. You do what you think you must. I'm sure you apparently know how to contact me. You have other resources at your command, but you do what you will, and when the time comes, you'll have my aid. I'll see what I can gather up in the meantime. Excellent. I knew I could count on you, Devoth. And I just sort of give him a nod and walk right out. Hold Before on. you even get to the door, he's like, hold on. So, where's my crewman? He's at my house. I'll release him, and he'll be no worse for the wear. Right, well, I'd appreciate getting him back. Right Dude. away, Captain. That was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, Joe, take a hero point. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, sick. That, that performance was That was stellar. really good. The masked hero and, point. Dude, it was fucking brilliant because, like... This was week three of Joe playing Cheryl as Pierce. And when you guys first went into the blood pools and like the first combat with the Bougain, Joe takes out his dagger and he's like, and everyone's like, wait, why are you using a dagger? And Joe's like, well, isn't there like water or something involved? Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, it's just way steep. And Joe's like, I got a good feeling about the dagger. And because Joe makes calls like that all the time, you guys just rolled your eyes and accepted it. And I'm just like, yes, I picked the perfect person yeah, you did. to do this. You can't even tell him playing a different character. That's We've how been bad tra- <laughs> I thought it was great. It was amazing. I thought that was great. Brilliant. Cheryl, or so Pierce, disguised as Cheryl, exits the captain's cabin. 
Uh, Is that why your AC was lower than yeah. it was a Cheryl? Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes so much more sense now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's getting hit on like a 19. I was like, what? I, know, I was so worried. Yeah, I was confused I was like, by that too. I was like, for a Matt, little bit. Puts, Matt has put all of <laughs> Joe's numbers into roll 20. Yeah. So like, if anyone's going to figure this out, it's going to be him just like by his AC being lower. And then like when, when he's like, I'm going to make a bluff check. And it's like plus 11. And Matt's just like. Yeah, scratch his head like, what the hell? I mean, I, I was honestly just assuming that was like, um, it was something that Pierce did to him, like right, some kind right, of buff yeah. that he gave him. Like, while you're working for me, here's some, here's some buffs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was just kind of rolling it off as that for now. Yeah, and it makes sense why you were using scrolls and yep. Yeah, yeah, because Pierce doesn't have any cure spells, so yeah. that was another. I was like, shit, how is he gonna like? <laughs> he's got to be the healer. <laughs> Luckily, the only one that ever got hurt was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was waiting to fucking die, and then the disguise vanish, and then you just see a leg pierce, and then the fucking story doesn't work at all. <laughs> and then we never find Cheryl. Yeah, you never find Cheryl. <laughs> it's just funny, because, like, the low heels didn't register as weird to us at all, either. Like, <laughs> yeah. Good, good on both of you for... Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah you guys you. played that off pretty well. That was funny. Axel, yeah. take a hero point. Okay. Okay, so, uh, Pierce, you uh, skedaddle off the maskador, go home, and uh, you find a uh, a tied-up or otherwise restrained Cheryl. I can take over yeah. Pierce now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I die, somehow. <laughs> so, uh, Pierce approaches Cheryl. He says, well, my work is done. suppose you are free to go. Really? Finally? What took you so long? I had a lot of damage to clean up. I had to pose as you for quite a while to maintain the ruse. You're yep. half the man of me. You can say that again, old boy. Anyway, you're free to go. Uh, as long as you keep your mouth shut about what happened here, I'll call in those favors and see what I can do. Well, thanks. I guess. You're welcome. Now, uh, if I recall, you have a dinner to get ready for, so Ooh. I would hurry back to the Mascador if I were you. A dinner, you say? That's the first piece of good news I've got, besides all those other things you said. So he unrestrains you and uh, sends you on your way. All right, so maybe a half hour after Pierce leaves Devoth's quarters, uh, Cheryl arrives. Hey, Cheryl, did you ever find oh. the captain? Have your what? tell him about your secret talk? Secret talk? Oh, yes. Very secret and very fruitful. Thank you. So <laughs> you got to let us in now? said you would let us know afterwards. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, but not now. I have to prepare for the food. He does take eating seriously. He did come in last last time, so... (laughs) I didn't realize it was another contest. Maybe I'll go prepare, too. Okay, so, uh, probably about the same time that Cheryl comes back, Scram returns from the library. Ah, Cheryl, Scram, come practice your jaw movements for the contest. You no, have no right. idea what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, hand him a cucumber. Yeah, hand him a cucumber. I would, I would assume that I would have. Uh, or did you just write down like show oh. back up at the ship? Like, oh, that. Sorry, I'm. I forgot that Devoth sent the parrot. Yeah. Yeah. It depends no, on it, what I was just like a quick note saying like we have something to do tonight. Come back to the ship. Oh, okay. So then I would have no idea. Uh, I was just like, uh. I just told you to come do your jaw exercises and handed you a cucumber. <laughs> I'll go look for uh, Devoth. Uh, I'll, I'll join you guys in a little bit. I I seek out Devoth. I would be in the captain's cabin. I completely uh I completely overlooked 
some information between uh when I had all that uh information before of uh between my dreams, between that tapping, between it, uh, all of those things, I completely forgot about this. Uh I was handed this uh by a satyr. Um it looks like some sort of event uh for, you know, uh who has the best shipping abilities. Um uh, would Devoth know about the regatta? I assume it's like a yearly event thing, right? Yeah, uh, you pr- you've probably heard of it. It's just like a big like clip art flyer, uh, free captain's regatta, first prize like cash money, and you be uh, and uh, seat on island. the pirate council and your own island. And I hand a, uh, I also go over a little bit of information about it too that uh, Mater the Seder was so uh, kind to give me which was like uh we're going into some dangerous sea waters and i hear that there's a lot of uh as you probably know foul play between pirates uh so just something to keep in mind all right well if there's time it might be something worth looking into but uh in the meantime i need you to go get ready we uh we've been invited to have dinner with uh lady tessa fairwin tonight oh Okay, I'll get my jawbone ready. Tavok <laughs> <laughs> looks like he wants to question that, and then he just kind of like... like Tavok like, got so many problems, yo. <laughs> yeah, and they're all us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I De- got 99 problems, my crew members are all of them. Tavok just does like the finger raised, mouth open, like... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Tavok just closes the door and just, it walks back in like... I need to get a new crew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, you guys get ready and you head up to High Eastwind. You follow the directions and you arrive at a cozy villa overlooking the tranquil shoreline to the east of Port Peril. Uh, two female servants are waiting for you as you approach the house. Uh, they smile widely and welcome you inside. One of them, Devoth recognizes as the one that gave him the summons. You're brought inside, and uh, the inside is lavishly furnished with big, squashy armchairs and sofas, all draped with soft, heavy blankets. Instead of doors, most rooms are separated with curtains of pastel reds and oranges, which throw warm, dreamy lighting throughout the house, bounced off the setting sun as it shines through the many tall windows. One of the servants asks if anyone would care for a drink or or, hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, Devoth would definitely take a drink and probably pick it whatever food comes out. Okay. Uh, so she goes to fetch uh, a round of drinks for everybody, and uh, probably to prepare some food. Uh, Just drink for me. I'm saving up. <laughs> Pacing myself. Uh, the other servant leads the group through the house and onto a balcony, which overlooks the cliff shore of the eastern flank of the city. There's a trap door on the floor of the balcony, and she brings you down there. And built underneath the balcony is a secluded meeting room almost resembling a tree fort, complete with a smattering of its own squashy furniture and blankets. Uh, lounging on the only couch down here is a slender woman with bright red hair, which is held back in a no-nonsense braid. She wears a figure-hugging combination of fashionable finery and practical sailor's clothes, complete with a tricorn hat which sits at a jaunty angle. Just beneath the hat's brim, you can see the slight points of the ears of a half-elf. She sees you come in, and she kind of, like, stretches before standing up. She says, Good evening. My name's Tessa Fairwind. It's good to finally meet you, Captain Devoth, and your crew. Um, I'd give her just a slight bow. One of those, like, not quite in deference, but recognizing that she's obviously higher ranked than I am. Mm-hmm. 
It's an honor to meet you as well, Lady Fairwind. She gives, she nods in return. Uh, she says, I've heard a lot about you. Owning Tidewater Rock, killing the demon of Mancatcher Cove. Uh, you killed Shichiro and stole his table. That one's my favorite. <laughs> uh, good, good times. Fucking <laughs> table? What? <laughs> uh, around that time, a uh, tray of drinks and hors d'oeuvres get brought down. And while you're uh, settling in, uh, to no one in particular, Tessa kind of turns to the side and she says, hide us. She turns to DeVos. She gives you a wink. She says, don't want any eavesdroppers. It's a good idea. So as you're all getting settled, she gets a little a little more serious. She says, so before we get started, uh, what do you all know of the political situation in the shackles? Well, obviously the Hurricane King is at the top. By all accounts, you yourself are not too far behind him. She kind of rolls her eyes a little bit when you say that. And he like shakes her head. She says, I'm sure you've heard that I'm the unofficial runner-up as Hurricane King, but there's a lot of things I would do before sitting in a chair and listening to all the problems of the free captains, including getting punched in the face. So I appreciate your attention to detail of the the whisperings of the shackles, but I'll set the record straight there and say, not for me. That's good to know. I always appreciate some candor. I don't know how how far this goes, but uh, I know from those that I've talked to, uh, Captain Harrigan is not particularly popular nowadays. She kind of furrows her brow and says, yeah, I've, I've heard of Barnabas Harrigan. Why would you bring him up here? Well, to be perfectly honest, uh, it's not part of our official story, but he's, uh, he's the reason that I have a ship. He press-ganged myself and my master gunner over there about maybe five months back. And uh, while we were still fairly new, we captured captured a ship. And he sent us to go... <laughs> Actually, I think he sent us to crew it until it could come back here so he could sell it off. But uh, he chose the wrong person to command that ship, and he went rogue. And so did we. Hmm. But uh, I have no love for Captain Harrigan. He's He's a particularly ghoulish man. And from other captains that I've talked to, he's not a man with a... Large group of friends, let's say. Well, takes all kinds in the shackles. Uh, for better or worse, you're allowed to be as honorable or despicable as as you like over here. As you're allowed to be, I guess. Uh, well, you are right that the Hurricane King is the uh, the lead the leader of this nation. The shackles is an interesting beast when it comes to politics. It takes a strong hand and a, a stronger personality to keep a bunch of pirates in line who are used to not listening to anyone but themselves or their captains we used to have one of those but the the hand is cramped and the personality is um, flatlining i prefer it wasn't me but in time for a new uh hurricane king could be closer than many other free captains think are you uh are you suggesting that there's trouble brewing in these uh politics well what i'm getting at is that while the life of a captain is loose and free life, we need to remember that as a nation, collectively, we do have enemies. And our ruler is supposed to help us rally against those enemies and keep them outside of our borders. But recently, well, many free captains have been able to uh, keep to their own devices more than they rightfully should. And likely many enemies have crossed into our borders and sunk their teeth into our homes. The reason I've called you here today is because of one enemy in particular. This enemy is 
not a new one. It's a Chelish spy. She goes by the name Zarskia Galambar. She lives right here in Port Peril. Oh, she does. Is this that spy that you had uh, Pegsworthy looking for? Oh, you've met Merrill. Yes, he uh, <laughs> he waylaid us on the way here to search for spies. Did, did he do his Aether thing? <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Did you hit him? I let him duck. Okay. Interesting. Well, I'm sure he was proud of that moment. Yes, he'll actually be docking tomorrow morning. Uh, I would like him to be part of this mission as well. But back to Zarskia. She runs an apothecary here in High Eastwind called the Jasperleaf Apothecary. In a perfect world, I'd be able to march in and request her arrest, being a pirate lord of the station that I have. Unfortunately, the Jasperleaf Apothecary is a very influential entity in Port Peril. It's backed by many free captains and pirate lords, and they get their alchemical goods from from this apothecary. Even the Hurricane King himself is an investor. And I'm not saying all of these people are in some sort of spy ring. What I'm getting at is, if I were to insinuate that the owner of the apothecary was a spy, it wouldn't hold any ground. It'd probably end up hurting my reputation and lower my infamy score. And to make matters worse, if I were to go in there and snoop around, being as popular as I am, I wouldn't get anywhere. So what you need is somebody new who doesn't know any better to go in and ask the questions that you don't. I need someone who is relatively new to the Shackles' politics and doesn't have any clear alliances. And that's you. I'd like to do a sense motive at this point. Sure. Talking a lot about sides and stuff. Yeah, I'd Um, like to do one as well. Let's see. It's a 27 for Devoth. 17 for the hood. 17 for Scram. So she says, uh, I've been watching the influx of new free captains, and it's not very often that one arrives without the backing of another free captain who has his own agendas and loyalties. Devoth, you and your crew are a very unique beast. You'd be very useful to me. What I've called you here today to ask you of is to infiltrate the apothecary and find physical damning evidence of Zarskia as a Chelish spy. Bring it to me, and I can bring that evidence to the Pirate Council. With the evidence that I need, there will be no contention. You do this for me, and you will earn my you will earn my trust and friendship. So, back to your sense motive rolls. Hood, you don't see any you won't sense any deception in her claim that Zarsky is a chelish spy. Scram, you don't detect any falsehoods in her story or ulterior motives. Devoth, you're not really seeing any deceptions, but you are kind of reading between the lines that While it's not nefarious, she clearly has her own motives in this that would involve gaining you as an ally and using you and your situation for her own political maneuvers. Right. Which, again, somebody of her station probably does that ten times a week. Right. That wouldn't be terribly surprising. Yeah. It's like straight up Game of Thrones style. Yeah. He's just like one of the... She's clearly treating you as a pawn but she hasn't come off as disrespectful or or malevolent yeah in her in her actions like she's just kind of playing the game as far as the politics are concerned that's pretty much what your station is right now you're just a pawn right okay so what do you say captain devoth let me ask you this how do you know that this uh this apothecary owner is a spy 
like I know you're asking me to get the evidence that you can bring, but how do you know? Do you have some sort of evidence already that tells you, or is it just a gut feeling? Let me. What, what am I looking for? She kind of crosses her arms and sighs, and she says, It's mostly hearsay at this point, but they're from reliable sources. The information that I gained took a long time, lots of running around, and a lot of patience. It required chasing one lead after another after another. And when I was all done uh, tracking these leads through the entire shackles, I wound up right back here in Port Peril. It was borderline a waste of my time. I can walk you through the steps that I took, but again, it... It'd be nothing more concrete than the story that I've already presented to you. So, basically, it's just been credible rumors leading you here, and now you need me to get the actual evidence that you need to present to the council. Indeed. Again, it's certainly more than a gut feeling. I've made it no secret that one of my main projects as a pirate lord is rooting out chelish spies from the shackles. I'm very good at it. And I know what I'm doing when I'm looking for credibility in a lead. This one has proven to be a bit trickier, though, as I've already explained to you. Right. To be perfectly frank, I, uh, I mean, I believe you. And believe me, I have <laughs> no love for the Chelish. I've had my own run-ins with them in the past, and, uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of Slavers. And they seem to be the sponsor of the practice. She nods. And now I remember why I joined this ship. Yeah, I think Tuck Tuck stands up. He's excited. I would hold my drink up for that. If you stand up. A toast to slavers. To killing slavers. <laughs> killing them all. I mean, whatever. So, yes. Lady Fairwind, I shall do this for you. I will find your evidence. What level of uh, discretion are we talking here? She says, well, I suppose that's up to your own discretion. All I know about Zarskia is... She's very good at what she does, to have eluded my attention for as long as she has, and put herself in such a position where even though I know what she is, I still can't act on her. If you were to kick down the door of the apothecary and charge through the building after Zarskia's head, I wouldn't be surprised if by the time you got to her, all of the evidence had been destroyed. Just as announcing Zarskia as a, as a chelish spy prematurely would hurt my reputation... Uh, such an act on your part would surely do the same to you. I would advise you to move with care, only act if you're sure it's the right moment. She only thought Devoth was the right person for this job, and he couldn't be any more wrong for it. Yeah, but I have a crew member who's pretty good at sneaking around. Yeah? Who's that? Who is it? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking the hood, because he kind of took over the nah, sneaky nah, sneak nah, role. Perfect, Tim, nah, nah, yes. Nope, nope. Last <laughs> yes, time no. you guys told me to go infiltrate some base by myself, Mandy died, so no thanks. Don't bend down that road. Can we bring Feeks with us? <laughs> perfect. It went swimmingly last time. Nick, Andrew, and Feeks is the perfect trio as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they can do no wrong. They can take any one mission. Um, lady, uh, if you don't mind me asking, uh, you're asking for an alliance uh, between our ship and uh, your court. Would you be willing to join an alliance uh, when the time comes, if the time comes, against Captain Harrigan? She frowns and kind of looks off at the uh, at the coastline for a few seconds. She turns and says, I suppose my answer to that question would depend on a few factors, such as 
how to move forward when and if you complete this mission. I was prepared to offer you a spot in my fleet, which would put me in a position above Captain Devoth, but you should know that I'm not so hands-on as other pirate lords. Uh, If the time came where I needed your assistance, you would sail with my banner over your flag. Conversely, if you were being harassed by another free captain, that would make me personally invested in that situation. Tess is kind of like letting that offer hang. She was addressing Scram, who asked this question, but the call's up to Devoth. Right. It's a terrible offer. Do me a favor, and then you can work for me. We'll see what happens, but it seems like the handling like Devoth has been mostly resistant to thus far. But as far as like how the politics, the political structure of the shackles is concerned, it's not a bad job offer. Dude, in five months you went from slave <laughs> to free captain. If you keep following that trajectory, you're going to be a lord in another six months, so what does it matter? I'll be, I'll be the Hurricane King this time next year. Well, <laughs> uh, don't tell him that. Dude, I, don't know if, I don't know if it matters, but specifically, it would be a pennant that you're flying from your masthead. Uh, so that's not like, you're not lowering the Mascador flag and raising Tessa's flag. Right. Mascador flag is still up, and the pennant is kind of like... Like a really long ribbon yeah. that flies right above the flag with like the the colors of Tessa Fairwind. Of Tessa Fairwin. So you wouldn't really be losing your identity as the Mascador or anything. Do you mind me asking, uh, who's your top uh ship so far that you have under your uh under your sails? You would probably know that already. I wanna hear from her. Okay. <laughs> she kinda looks scram up and down like maybe like like, who is this kind of a, shit? Yeah, it's kind of a personal question. Well, it's no secret that my flagship is the luck of the draw, a very well-outfitted sloop of war. Are you going to be at the tournament or the regalia? The regatta. regatta. The regatta? No, I, will not, I won't be at the regatta, but it's funny you bring that up because I was about to ask Devoth if he was interested in racing. It's a very great opportunity for, for newer free captains to quickly rise through the ranks of the shackles i did only find out about it uh, about what two hours ago when my master gunner here brought me the a flyer that some satyr was handi- handing out you'll have some time to decide i heard that this year it'll actually be a, a fair competition master of gales will be officiating the race instead of competing he's won the last I don't know, eight years in a row so it's really anyone's race this year well then maybe we'll have to uh throw our hat in the ring but for now, we will uh, see what we can do about your chelish spy problem. Oh, oh, uh, before we head out to what, uh, once we get this, uh, the evidence that you seek, do you really care what happens to the apothecary afterwards? She says, no, as long as the evidence is intact and I can present it to the, to the pirate council, I don't really care what happens to the apothecary. You, you may not want to level it to the ground or anything like that. I'm actually going to be in Quent while you're doing this to have plausible deniability. And uh, it'll take me a couple days to return to Port Peril and present the information to the Pirate Council. You're just going to want to make sure that you don't get thrown in jail in those two days' time. Otherwise, no, I don't care what happens to it. All right. Good to know. Thank you. Excellent. As I said, this is a delicate situation. Feel free to come see me if something urgent happens. Uh, But otherwise, you can... 
kind of spreads her arm. She says, you can use my house during your mission. And uh, as I said, Meryl Pegsworthy will be returning to the city to help you out during the mission. Uh, much obliged, lady. You have my thanks. Good. If anyone's still hungry, I can have another round of hors d'oeuvres sent down. Oh, right here. Please. Please. Famished. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> I was kidnapped. I'm, I'm s- hungry. I'm so sorry to hear that. I heard there was a tournament of eating competition of sorts. <laughs> here? You were kidnapped? I had a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Hold on. <laughs> I had a cucumber. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> nobody except Devoth even like... To anybody but Devoth saying, I got kidnapped, would make yeah, no fucking sense. That? I definitely said that in-game. <laughs> and I'm looking right at, at Cheryl. Like, I'll tell you guys about it later. I knew you weren't acting right earlier. Tessa, uh, she, like, she like knocks on, the, on, the, on one of the beams next to her, and the hatch door opens. One of the servants comes down. She says, why don't you bring down two... Uh, Five more courses of hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> Two, five more courses. The the servants go back up and get you guys drinks. <clears throat> Sweet. And hors d'oeuvres. So yeah, after that she just kind of like, she lounges back down on her couch. There's enough chairs and, everything's for, and everything for you guys to, to make yourselves comfortable. It's a pretty sweet view. She lets you stay, hang out, and eat hors d'oeuvres and, and everything like that. Awesome. I stuff my face as usual. Okay. Buttons are unbuttoned. Uh, so do you guys end up going back to the Mascador, or you stay at Tessa's house? I think we would head back to the Mascador for tonight. Okay. Does the captain make me? <laughs> yes. Ow. <laughs> I kind of shuffle my feet. Just want to sleep gotta, on the chair. Got to keep an eye on you to get kidnapped again. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he knows what's best. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's the next day. I imagine Devoth wants to sell some more plunder. Indeed. Intimidate checks, please, gentlemen. Past. I rolled a natural 20 and got a 19. So, I got help from Cheryl and the Hood. 13. And Scram. And you're not helping again, Tuck Tuck? Correct. So, plus 6 to my 36 Ooh. gives us a 42, which is 1,300 gold for that, point, for that point of plunder. Okay, so you sell your plunder. You do anything besides return to Tessa Fairwin's house? I'm not going to... Re- Turn to her house for a couple of days. Oh, okay. Because I figure we've got plunder to sell, and I know she said she was going back to Quint, so I figured I'd give her a day or two cushion to establish that she's not in Port Peril anymore. Okay. While we sell some stuff and go about our business before we tackle the apothecary. Sure. Does anybody have any other... uh... I have kind of an idea. I got paid, right? I mean, I got... 4350 from like the time before and I just got 417. So I've got like Oh, but Pierce technically g- Pierce we g- gave Cheryl all of that stuff. Yeah, technically we gave that to oh, Pierce. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. <laughs> to be <laughs> Oh my god. Real quick though. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's too Real quick gosh. Pierce. You got the rich experience. That's so, so funny. I was going to say I was going to It's look a rewarding his- experience. <laughs> I'd say Pierce would have given Cheryl half of whatever he earned from the uh, the blood caves. Okay. Okay. If anybody, if any, nobody had any other plans, we can go to the next day. I would like to add that I did add that uh, third level. The scroll to this, your spellbook. The scroll to my spellbook after the eight hours. So I spent eleven hours 
one day just locked in the officer's quarters, right. just scrolling away. Just sweating magic down there. <laughs> All right, so then we go to the next day. Devoth, uh, sell some more plunder. Yep. Intimidate checks, please, gentlemen. Got them. Not this time. Seven. Six. All right, so just the plus two from Cheryl. And I rolled a 24, which gives it a 26, which is still basically a 20 for these purposes. And I'm going to I'm gonna use my uh, Gallon Inspiration. That's a plus five. That gives me enough. That's a 30. So that is 1,200 gold for today. So are you planning on going to Tessa's after the plunder today, or you're going one more day? Yeah, after selling stuff today, I'd like to... Yeah, after selling plunder today, we'll go back to Tessa Fairwind's place, and, and we'll go meet up with, with Meryl to see what the plan is. All right, so you guys go back up to Tessa's. She's not there, but you see her two servants standing outside. They smile and nod. They just let you pass. They don't invite you in or anything. So you go into the you go into the sitting area, and you see Meryl Pegsworthy. Uh, he's kind of pacing. And he sees you come in, and he says, Where have you been? I've been waiting for you for the last two days. I didn't know you were waiting. I just uh, wanted to give Lady Fairwind enough time to... Gets back to Quint and, you know, establish her alibi for what we're doing. Ah, yes. Such as the Aether informed me. <laughs> Wait. It, we have I, a lot to do. I turned to scream. Am I the Aether? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I still don't know. <laughs> Gonna have to go to the library for that. We have a lot to do. There's a lot that we don't know about this pharmacy. He says, uh, it's quite a large building. Based on my reports, the only public areas are... Just a portion of the first floor. So we'll need to do some digging before we get inside. So the first place I think you should go is Hell Harbor. And we'll see you next week. Oh! See ya! See ya! See ya! You just can't help the barrel. You just can't help it.